This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan Honor System and Declan have stormed executive housing on the moon. Alan fried a bunch of attacking drones with a fireball. Honor System defeated an enemy droid in a duel, and Declan hacked into the receptionist droid to figure out their next steps. But can they survive an explosive gift from building security? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. They say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and that may be true when it's anything but dropping grenades down an elevator. Uh, but unfortunately for all of you, in this case, it is sending explosives down an elevator. Uh, so I want to be clear, this isn't like drop down an empty elevator shaft. This is like proper, the elevator comes down, doors open, blood normally gets out on the second floor, uh, doors ding, and just a, a blast uh, of, of fire and shrapnel um, tears through through the corridor uh, at, uh, at the three of you. Uh, I'm going to need um, either a reflex or fortitude. Fortitude meaning you're just trying to tough it out. Um, uh, reflex, of course, being uh, dodging for cover. I'll do a fortitude. All right, I'm going to roll for Brandy. Brandy Confection, Executive um, Reception. I'm going to use my inspiration here. I'm going to reflex because Declan is yeah. a speed boy. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Dirty 20 for me, too, on a reflex. Okay. Look at that. 22 fortitude. <sighs> All right. Um, so you will all only take half damage uh, as you jump to your various, uh, you know, safeties. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. going to be uh, seven points of fire damage as uh, as the the explosion shrapnel kind of rips through the hallway. Um, Declan uh, is so speedy with evasion that he takes none. Oh, hey. Nice. Alan needs to learn to, like, absorb fire stuff like she does life with vampiric touch it's like what's the reverse fireball 
Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Um, dance magic dance, baby. Um, yeah. So um, the uh, the blast, uh, I think, like honor system, you probably just, you know, it, that classic like robot against flame uh, sort of uh, pose. Declan, you, you get behind the desk. Alan, you get a bit singed. Um, uh, Brandy uh, gets gets badly damaged by this explosion. Uh, not being a survivalist, Robert, um, she is is not as as well equipped for for dodging this. So it's kind of like all of you do heroic things, and then in kind of like R two D two getting banged around in a Star Wars movie, like this droid just like flies across the room, smashes off a window, um, hits the ground, kind of sparking with with shrapnel. Um, uh, sticking out of it. So it looks metal as hell now. Like that was like a 40 K droid. Um, and, uh, Brandy, uh, just says, they knew I was down here. I am beginning to think that Amazon does not necessarily care about the safety of its workers. Report is all dead. Brandy inside whatever systems they're tracking down here. Make it look like we all died in that explosion. Yeah. You know what? Fuck these guys. Um, and then you, you, you hear a very official, like, uh, you know, like the, the Alexa summon noise, um, that you heard in, in the previous lab. Um, and, uh, uh, Brandy says, hello, this is Brandy Confection, executive reception. I am sorry to report there has been a rather catastrophic explosion down here and, oh, by our buzzing God, they are dead. They are all dead. They are all dead. They have died. I will retrieve their visitor passes for future efficiencies, but our current visitors are dead. I hope they were not important to you or the launch. Oh, no. Also, I am fine in case you were wondering. I assume you were, but perhaps you were not. Either way, it's all good down here. How are you? Brandy out. (laughs) Declan will just sub-vocalize the other two. All right, get in position to kill whoever comes out of that elevator, because if it goes back up and comes back down for a cleanup squad, they all fucking die. How many elevators are there? Uh, just the one. It's um, a large central sort of metallic uh, tube. Um, so there's only... Now, there are stairs uh, on either side of it um, in a classic kind of, uh, again, like corporate lobby setup. But yeah, there's just the, the one massive uh, elevator tube in the center. Um, the explosion ruin that elevator? Uh, it did, yes, very okay. much so. Yeah, yeah, very much a uh, uh, a diehard uh, floor explosion. Um, so, uh, if like, you it's wanna... not going back up, or it's going back up, but like wrecked. As in, no, it it came down, okay. exploded, and it's it's like the doors are blown off, like the, gotcha. the ceiling is kind of uh, crumpled. Um, okay, again, fine. The elevator's broken. I won't come down <laughs> it, but I I just want to fucking shoot them. That's what I'm saying. I, I think Declan, your your argument makes sense for everyone to take a hot second to just cover the like the stair doors and yeah. the the elevator. Um, Brandy's call wasn't like the best acting you've ever seen. Um, but then again, these robots tend not to 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 really have that many modes. So who knows. Um, but it is silent. Um, no one comes down uh, for kind of the, the reasonable amount of time you would feel comfortable waiting. Uh, every second you're waiting feels like an eternity. Um, it's, again, one of those odd situations where you're standing and, like, there's still, like, fire. Uh, you know, like, various fixtures have caught fire. Um, you know, you know the blasted scorch marks. You occasionally hear metal, like, cracking and bending in the elevator shaft itself. Um, but 
kind of like being early to something and not actually being sure if anyone else is going to show up. You're just there in awkward silence. Uh, of course, feeling, uh, if not seeing, the Zeus cannon sort of looming high overhead. Uh, you have noticed it hasn't pointed toward you yet. It's similar to um, uh, what we've seen previously. It's like it's tilted in your general vicinity, but it's not like zeroed in on uh, on executive housing. All right. They got fucking clever, so I got fucking clever. You know the nice thing about that elevator door is now it's jammed open. And you know what they say? Uh, you know, power abhors a vacuum. So perhaps if we open one of these doors here and let the atmosphere go out, it'll suck everything out of that elevator tube, maybe blow out an interior door, and then we got some nice dead executives. Or worst case scenario... We just climb up the fucking thing because the vacuum will take the fire out. Just crack a door open with a katana. Vacuum goes out. Executives get sucked in and turned to mush. That is more what I was thinking. Oh, that works for me. All right. Well, so to hack a fucking door. Uh, if you two want to go make sure that we don't have jump pack troopers about to burst through and fucking breaches, I'm going to go make sure that there's no more air in here. Yeah. Hey, were there still through. more of those? Yeah, we just took one squad. Sorry about that. Oh. We had a little bit of time, but uh, <laughs> look just, at the bright side. I thought we killed them all. <laughs> well, you, you killed all the ones who were after us. That's for fucking sure. But there was more in the distance. So let's make sure they're not coming to knock on the door. Otherwise, we can kill them and take their packs. Also fun. All right. I'm so, going to say, I'm, I'm gonna go to the, the stairs to make sure that they're not sending like a cleanup squad down while we do this. So I'm going to go up the stairs to uh, basically wherever I can um, get to like a doorway or a wall or something. If the stairs just keep going up freely, then they, I uh, they stop at every open. floor. Like these are very much like yeah. the, you know, in an apartment building, how they, or a, a hotel or a motel where it's just like, you know, each one, they're kind of tacked on the, the sides. So each one um, exits to the floor above it. So you want to go one floor up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, honor system, uh, you, you climb the stairs, uh, again, you don't hear, you know, the telltale sound of like, you know, SWAT footsteps, booking it down, down the steps. Um, you reach the, uh, the first uh, set of doors, um, for the, the, the first floor up from reception. Uh, it is, uh, the gym. So the recreation floor, uh, where there's sort of a gym and, and, you know, like, video games and shit fun fun stuff it's fun room okay um the door is closed uh as as doors would be uh you get the sense that like again in 2099 parlance like stairs exist as an emergency measure but they're really wildly underutilized like it's not like our society where yeah there's an elevator and there's stairs and you can really pick either one it's like oh yeah oh yeah yeah okay no there's there's those um, so it feels more like a fire door uh the seal mm -hmm. is pretty strong um it's not you know like a, a flimsy you know slap a, a you know the mechanism on the, i don't even know what to call it the bar i guess like those push bar doors <laughs> um it is it, you know it's it it does feel more properly sealed but um there is a panel um that you can use to to activate it uh it doesn't seem to be locked or anything like um or yeah no i don't think it'd be locked um, okay but uh yeah so uh you find yourself there um, the door is closed, as I said, um, and uh, yeah, the um, stairwell kind of extends above you. Okay. I'm going to stay there and wait and listen for either descending footsteps or 
Alan to call out that there are jump pack troopers coming to get us. Right. Or uh, Declan to call out, hey, I've hacked a door. <laughs> yeah. And we're just you're not going to wait on anything from Brandy. No. She was being difficult. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Cheer on that. Cheer on that. Uh, uh, Alan, um, you're going to check for jump pack troopers. Is that correct? 100%. Yeah. Is there like, are there windows in this place? Um, yeah. So the, the okay. front, uh, the front is full, full, like, you know, that transparent steel glass, right. uh, thing that lets you look out on, onto the moonscape. Um, can you roll me a perception check, please? Yeah. Uh, that is a 15. 15. Great. Um, so you can see, um, sort of like the, uh, the flares of, of jump packs in the distance, uh, but they seem to be investigating uh, the wreckage of uh, the the meat hut, um, mm. and so there's some at the meat hut, and you can see some of the crash site. Something that's important to remember is like you're aware that there's only three of you, but yeah. with given that you you landed in uh, Leoman's space hut, um, <laughs> that was like obsidian, like they're just they have no idea how many people came right. here. Um, also, based on the amount of carnage that uh, you wrought with that flamethrower back on uh, on uh, Figure in twenty ninety nine, like it seems like a like an army tore through, and they saw yeah. how many you know people were coming in, so they're not sure how many made it to to Moonside. So they're would they, they have spotted the other crew, the the other squad that we decimated. If they did, they're too far away to do anything about it. Okay. And again, I think that their concern, which you wouldn't know, but I guess could, could extrapolate, is you guys are moving closer and closer to the Citadel. There's a lot of security at the Citadel. Right. If there's more infiltrators, are they going to go try and interrupt the the delivery mechanisms? Are they going to try and raid the uh, the Primerhood launcher? Like what? They, they have no idea what's going on. So – Probably alert, like in Metal yeah. Gear parlance, we've got like the caution sign up, um, yep. but not actively. <laughs> There's no one pointing at the executive thing and flailing, uh, <laughs> you know, Team America style, that they got to go go over there and put you down. Okay, so I, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye until I hear otherwise, until we have a direction to go in. Uh, I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep staring at them for any signs of change. <laughs> Amazing. So just glowering through the window, uh, yeah. cross space. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of looking side to side. It's like, <laughs> is there, are there any other crews coming in <laughs> from any other direction? With a 15, no. <laughs> uh, um, Declan. Uh, Declan just wants to jam the doors open. That's his his only goal. He's hacked into Brandy. He's hacked a door already. I don't know what he needs to do this, but it's just opening up that fucking airlock and jamming it open. Yep. Um, so I think because you've already hacked this, door to come in it's an easy like brandy certainly hasn't done anything since um since she's kind of on side um so i think we'll say yeah i think i transferred just, her ownership to us so she's team did. us now we love brandy yeah well she's also been betrayed i mean how, how dare they not care for their reception droid um yeah so uh you are easily able to uh, open the doors obviously you you both uh keep your helmets on you didn't take them off so that's fine um and uh, just like, a, you know, immediately there's, there's a, you know, an overly pleasant voice saying, warning, opening these seals will expose reception floor to vacuum. Are you sure you want vacuum in your reception? Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> I respect your enthusiasm. Doors opening. Uh, and uh, 
Brandy just kind of like limpingly floats over. Like her servos are real fucked. So she's more like floating above the ground now. Like she's not like floating majestically anymore. She's kind of hovering barely above the ground, kind of clinking along. Um, and uh, she just goes, I see you have made friends with my cousin. She is pleasant, if overly ambitious. Uh, and then the doors open and immediately the air just gets sucked out. The fires immediately go out. Um, uh, Brandy just like slides along the floor and then bounces. Uh, oh, I was going to say, Declan would, if she, if she'd come over to him, he'd like yeah. stop Brandy. Brandy's right. ours now. So yeah. he, <laughs> he has a strong sense of robots who've been programmed to be on the team being on the team. Great. Uh, so um, uh, you, you prevent Brandy from being sucked out into the void of space. Uh, and sure enough, after a few moments of like action, um, the uh, uh, the atmosphere in uh, in reception is is gone. As is the um, uh, the more controlled gravity um, with the uh, the loss of atmosphere. Um, again, it's not like it's not huge, but it's it's noticeably different than than it was um, so, on uh, on this floor. You unfortunately do not see a steady stream of executives just fucking coming down the tube. No, um, that would have been cool. The time. Give it time. All right, so that's empty. He'll sub-vocalize to Sissa and be like, all right, Sissa, we got no vacuum here. Uh, if you want to take the door at the bottom off the hinges and then, let's say, take the door off floor one that you're at, that'd be real nice. Need me to cover you while you do this? I should be able to manage. Thank you. All right, yeah, let's do this one. Then I got a fucking clever plan. Brandy and I down here are going to get creative. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, I proceed to take the the door that I'm at off its hinges. That was what the plan was, right? Yeah, essentially, yeah. he just wants you to have like an unimpeded path because the worst thing would be like open a door and it slams shut again. <laughs> right. Trigger whatever alarm on that floor. It's like, nah, just make it permanent. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. So I f- assume it's easy enough unless you want me to roll some kind of check for... And to be clear, this is the, the rec floor door. Yeah. Great. Um, so it doesn't have hinges, uh, but you can um, you can cut it open. It, it's again one of those uh, uh, sort of like Star Trek uh, doors um, that sound so great. Yeah, exactly. Whoosh there doors. you go. Um, so yeah, it uh, seals in the center. Um, think like an elevator door, but thinner. Um, so you can you can pry it open. You can just activate the hand panel. Um, there are. Uh, just like um, a, a, almost a calming blue light pulsing now. Um, now that the the atmosphere on the main floor has um, has gone, um, and you notice the panel next to the door turn from uh, green to that same soothing blue. Uh, but you get the sense that likely these doors are sealing because space. Okay. Okay then. Can I try the hand panel to open it? Um, sure. Uh, you get like a beep boop. Um, and, uh, it, it just says, please stay calm. Everything is fine. Lockdown in progress. Also vocalize to both. Uh, there's a lockdown in pro in progress. Uh, apparently losing pressure in the lobby has resulted in the rest of the building going on lockdown. I yeah. Can, we're, we're trying to kill them all and they're figuring it out. If you could just break the door, that'd be I great. I can cut this door open and yeah, I'll, I'll just take a few swings at it. Sure. Uh, you don't need to roll for this. It's <laughs> we've established how good you are with the sword. And the door does not have AC that can stand against <laughs> the, the door. Makes assault. six attacks against you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, listen. Just opening so... and closing on my head. I'll stop, <laughs> please. Yeah, we're gonna want like. I'm sorry. I, I think the the green. So much for your four sword attacks. <laughs> yeah. 
We want like the green carpet and like, I don't know, maybe some like calming lights. Also, can we get a katana proof doors? I just always <laughs> wanted katana proof doors, you know, just in case. Um, so uh, without uh, further ado, you you get to hacking. Um, and yeah, it doesn't take much uh, on our system. It does, you know, it is a sealed door. So it's not, it's not like a, a difficulty to do. Uh, it's just, it takes, you know, a hot second. Um, there's definitely like uh, fire, like um, uh, like live rounds start pinging off the doors you do it. Um, and uh, as soon as you, you tear uh, the doors open, um, immediately, like as soon as that the, the seal is broken, um, air just starts hissing through. Uh, I assume, you know, in your slash patterns, you're probably not just like, you're cutting it so that it'll blow open. Would that be fair to say? Yes. Great. So it kind of like punctures out, door blows open, and immediately just like two drones come flying at you. Um, and they're trying to fire, but it's very much, um, you know, the the suction and the suddenly being pulled and being kind of like knocked over gym equipment has them a little bit off guard. So they're firing wildly. Um, what's your AC? It is... 19 19 uh improbably despite having disadvantage both will hit <laughs> um so that is um all right one second Where's that other dice there it is i found it i found the dice the thing i need oh man they're rolling trash though so i think you're going to be all right um so that is um eight points of damage and uh, six points of damage um, from stray bullets, just as they they not even prey and spray, just kind of like fly and spray. Um, that said, much like you know a video game where there's a nice cool slow motion bit where you can flex on how good you are, um, you are standing well positioned at this door with your sword out as these two clowns get sucked towards you. Um, so uh, you normally get your four attacks. Uh, I'm going to say two and two sounds about right to me. I'll see if you can uh, take these fools apart. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And 
it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs and it is so Easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi everybody, it's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. You give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to, and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say, uh, hello, new friend, to anybody, and they immediately like him, and they all become his best friend, and that's all I really want, is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle, uh, and, and, you know, it would just be really nice if we uh, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns, or your own OC or something like that, and you want to, you know, say hi to me, well, I, I really like that. So you, if you go over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e you can you can make it happen looking forward to meeting you bye all right so that's a natural 20 uh and then that's a 21 and then that is a 27 and that is a 15 Okay. Uh, everything but the fifteen hits. Okay, as as you'd imagine. Okay, natural twenty. Are we rolling damage dice twice? Yep. Oh dear. So five and seven is twelve. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then seven and two is nine. So that is twenty-one. Great. Uh, so that's the one critical plus whatever uh, your base is, right? Oh yes. Sorry. Plus seven. So twenty-eight. Damage. Thank you. <laughs> Eight on the second attack plus seven is 15. That's 43 total. 
Is this damage being split or do I need to declare who I'm damaging? Um, you know what? Yeah, let's just do it that way. That's easier. Um, so one, one guy's toast. Uh, okay. <laughs> So just just keep 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 rolling through all the damage, and then I'll I'll tell you if the other guy makes it. <laughs> this is the last damage roll. It was a low one. It's three plus seven for ten damage. Fifty three total. Total. Um, all right. So um, uh, let me know how you kill uh, the first one. The second one is very grievously injured, so you can explain what that looks like, and then I'll see how he does when he hits the wall behind you. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> runs out of air. <laughs> Since I took some damage, um, we'll say that um, I make sure that the strike lands true on the first one, cutting it in half. But that opens me up to some gunfire, so I kind of have to stagger a bit. I swing defensively and catch it, but it's not a, a clean cut on the second drone. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so um, first first guy just gets sliced in half. Um, second one, it, we'll say is a robot, so it, it's a little hardier. Um, so you know, it takes. Uh, some of the side damage. Um, it uh, flies through, crashes into the wall um, with such... Because unfortunately, like again, this is a really industrial stairwell. This thing is not, yeah. not built for comfort. Um, so its head crashes off the railing uh, and then its body impacts uh, against the wall behind you before um, kind of bouncing... Um, I guess being continually sucked down a flight of stairs yeah. uh, for a moment or two as the rest of the oxygen um, gets gets sucked out. Uh, and it is toast. It is like sparking and trying to move, but its its servos are, are too badly injured. Again, these are both the, the squishy, squishy meat people and the robots are not top of the line. They're okay. cheap. Honor System uh, will like lay a hand on his abdomen where like one of the rounds landed uh, and then pull his hand away to look and then realize, like, what am I looking for? Uh, and you'll just hear him say, on the subdermal, just damn. And then in a more neutral voice, he'll just say, I encountered some resistance, but the first floor has been <laughs> evacuated. Oh, that's a good one. All right. So Brandy, can I, can you hook me up so that I can speak to the building as though I was your, your, my little microphone? Unfortunately, that was a function of my desk, my beloved desk. It is gone, but I can try. Let me try, he said, picking up a dice. I don't know why, but that was just, that hit me as like really sweet. Um, He's going to try? Yeah. Use um, a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Brandy uh, kind of sparks uh, and twitches and says, Master Declan, would you mind pushing that one sparking golden cable you can probably see through one of the many gashes in my forehead? against the other sparking yellow cable. Actually, no. Fuck it. Let's get crazy. Push it to the blue one. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, and he'll he'll go for it. Um so you you push it to the blue one and like there's a like just a sort of a, a blast of electricity across the chassis of the robot. Um and uh she says, "Oh yeah, that will work. Okay, great. You are plugged in. Hey everyone, surprise motherfuckers. It's me, Brandy Confection." Executive, go fuck yourself. I'm here with my new friend. Go ahead, sir. Hello, everyone. This is Declan McCready of the Corporate Liberation Front. We're anti-bees and we're anti-leadership. There are 15 different strike teams on this earth attacking right now, and we're the ones who got the joy of this building. 
We vented the fucking atmosphere from the lobby and the first floor. We're going to keep working our way up. Unless, dear friends, you put on some sort of bullshit survival masks on the five gold tier executives and shove them into the hallway. Uh, And he's just going to, he covers Brandy because he's too habitually used to a mic, even though it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) This is vacuum and it's just through his thing. And he's looking over to see if there's a label on the the stairwell that Honor System is inside of. Does it have a name, Tom? Yes. Yeah. What is it? Um, We'll say it's it's just like West Hall. Wonderful. If you shove the... Five gold-rated executives down the West Hall stairway. We will take them and leave all the rest of you here alive to be saved by crews. You're going to have 60 seconds to comply, and then we'll vent the second floor. Um, and uh, over, you you hear some some kerfuffling um, uh, behind a, a, a mic uh, over the comm system. Uh, and then uh, you you just hear uh, a voice say, "Right, this is uh, this is Chef Goblin Ramsey. Uh, I'm on the third floor in in the cafeteria, and quite frankly, I don't want to get vented today. There are no corporate assholes here, though. Uh, not quite sure what you're expecting me to do, but I don't want to die. All right, so wait." Who in the fuck is in here? Wait, then why aren't they fucking shooting this building? What in here is useful? Um, like you just hear like a, a litany of swears, uh, in in all languages known known to man. Um, and uh, he says, "Well, I, I don't bloody know. I'm not trying to cook something valuable into a fucking trigger cake or something up here. Like, what do you want?" And then uh, suddenly the mic gets cut off, and you just hear a voice say. We are sorry about that. Everything here is fine. Please do not worry. Uh, and you think you can hear a cleaver hitting meat. Honor system's going up to the second floor. Easy, <laughs> 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 uh, Brandy, deactivate microphone for a second. Uh, Alan, how are we looking with the little steamy, jumpy folk? Alan's just got like her eyes wide, has not blinked. <laughs> What's been going on, Tom? <laughs> um, so the crews are still at distance. Um, they're now uh, the crew that was at landing has joined uh, the uh, the meat hut. Um, All right, there's at, more of them at distance. It looks to be if if the the sort of three units were each equal weight. Basically, this is like twice as many people now that they've grouped up as the previous unit you fought. Um, you can also see the Zeus cannon is uh, charging up and starting to point towards this building. Uh, yeah, so there are definitely more people uh, he- around the meat lab, and oh, we got we got a cannon. We got a cannon. We got a cannon charging. All right. Alan, it's going to fire on us. I got a question for you. Can you fly? I don't know what the fuck your magic can do currently. Um, is it dim light? I mean, it's, it's the fucking moon. We're so. on the dumb side of the moon, so you should be okay. <laughs> yeah, we... Well, <laughs> if I think it's that- dim light, I can fly. <laughs> Great, Alan. What I would like you to do to go out, go outside, fly up, and tell me what you see in the second or third floor. Because if they shoot through the windows, they fucking die. Wait, have we got atmosphere? We don't have atmosphere in here anymore, right? No, we don't. I think that's going to be a problem for my little bat wings. 
I don't know what the fuck that means. I just asked you if you could fly and you said yes. You're saying no fly. Well, Can I you need, climb? I need to flap wings to fly. Okay. That's a hell of an assumption from a world where there's a shitload of planes. But can you climb good? As a bat? Do you, some, do you have some sort of fucking magic that'll let you look in the third story window? That's all I fucking want. Uh, I uh, mean, Alan, I could get you, somewhere I could see. Did you have spider climb back in the day? I did. Okay, I'd let you. It was attached. It was attached to my spider staff, which you no longer have. Which I don't have. Yeah. Mm. Uh, also, not to be the rules guy, I'm pretty sure cloak of the bat doesn't require you to flap your wings. I think my understanding is it's the equivalent of a squirrel suit where you just put your arms out and you fucking soar. But I could be mistaken. It's just always it's- how how I've I've interpreted it. Hey, if that's how you want to play it, I'm fine with that. It says you can, yeah, in an area of dim light or darkness, you can grip the cloak's edges with both hands to fly at a speed of 40 feet. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd buy that as 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 like weird Batman rules where it's yeah. like you're not really doing anything. Where you just kind of, I just kind of, wise. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I, I would also buy. Oh, I don't even have to turn into a bat. No, right. And g- given how long you've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like just Alan grabbing a cloak. <laughs> I was not thinking like, must turn into bat. <laughs> look, I like your moxie. This All right, daily Alan. Dracula emails got you. <laughs> why, why are you laughing, Alan? You just started laughing maniacally. Well, because I realized I don't have to turn into a bat. I don't even have to flap my wings. And I like, I um, from like a pocket, I like pull out this like massive like black cloak and fasten it around my neck. All right, just before you go, uh, and he's going to hand you a grenade and be like, I don't know what you got with magic, but here's some fucking tape. Worst case scenario, stick it on the third story window, pull the pin and get the fuck out of there. Any any window on the third floor? Uh, One that looks vulnerable. Just if you feel like you got to blow a window and fuck them, then you can do it. Wait, if I feel like I can do what? What's wait? What's the plan here? Are we look them what's all up now? there, and then we'll tell you what to fucking do? Jesus Christ! I forget how fucking unfamiliar you are with urban combat. <sighs> Glare at Declan. Grab <laughs> my the sides of my cloak. Uh, spread my arms and <laughs> glide up. <laughs> yeah. And in a quiet sub-vocalization to honor system on a channel only the two of them are on, Declan just goes like, is it fucking possible to turn into a bat? I've never done it. Um, at which point, uh, Alan, you you feel uh, just, just kind of like, um, uh, like an odd uh, fluttering uh, against your chest as, as you do this um, mm. and suddenly something nudges its face up into the uh, uh, like the mask with you and a little voice in a beak just goes because uh, there's no way little Richard isn't taking this flight um, <laughs> so the two of you majestically soar um, <laughs> so a shadow have his wings open like inside the suit oh, yeah he just stuffed his little head up so he's just like <laughs> against your chest Wings open, you know, he just wants to feel involved. Oh, it's adorable. Um, oh, Billy Figures is just clutching on. He, flight is not his favorite. Oh, he yeah. said anything about it because he's polite and doesn't have a mouth, but like it's never been his, his favorite. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, the, you become a shadow um, sort of against the, the side of the executive suite as you, you uh, leap up and outward. Um, honor system, uh, you're going for the, the third floor door. Second floor. I'm doing this floor by floor. 
Sorry, I should uh, clarify. In in my well, notes, uh, lobby, I'm treating yeah, yeah, lobbies, yeah. lobbies, first floor, second that makes floor, sense. rec room, third no floor. No building is, is like the building above the lobbies, the first floor. Nobody does that. That's just me being. Uh, a they do not in North they America. Do? Oh, that's it also Queen's elsewhere. University. Uh, they did in d- Vancouver when we were in a hotel. There's the lobby and then first floor. Oh, yeah, shit. and Queens had a rule where no building could be taller than the uh, the clock tower that the queen herself was like, this is my clock tower. So most of the buildings went like five stories underground and floor one was the basement. It was so stupid. So they could be like an eight-story <laughs> building as long as they built it in the va- Valley of the Mole people. Anyway, ridiculous. Okay, so into more buildings. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Building Talk, where we talk nothing but weird buildings underground um all right so you you rush the um the cafeteria floor um and uh um same same deal you're just gonna like try and slice slice and dice the door listening first um it didn't yield the presence of drones last time but listening all the same i like i like this listening before violence approach that honor system is taking it does not affect the likelihood of violence (laughs) All right, buddy, give me a perception, please. <laughs> oh, not one. On instinct, I picked it up to re-roll. I'm like, I'm not that guy right now. I'm no, not that no, guy. Not, not that sneaky, sneaky boy. Because oh. um, in this universe, that sneaky, sneaky boy got crushed under a building. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you, I hear nothing. You hear nothing. All right, nothing then. at all. I, I listened as best I could. I hear nothing. Cutting the door. Great. Um, so you, uh, you know, now you take your practiced strikes. Uh, this isn't your your first door blowing rodeo. Um, and, uh, yep, you hack the door open, um, door blasts open, and you're immediately just sprayed um, with uh, blood and uh, shreds of green flesh. Um, and uh, as... Uh, uh, the the remains of a pulped goblin uh, spray you in the wall behind you, uh, and standing in the the center of this uh, sort of like you're looking at like a large cafeteria space. Um, there's a central um, uh, think like a, like a Betty Hanna or like um, you know any of those like fun we're gonna do sushi tricks for you on the conveyor belt things that i've only seen in movies because god knows i'm not fancy enough to eat anywhere that would do that um but like a central um uh like kitchen space that you can kind of sit around um and uh just slamming cleavers uh on the ground you see kind of a um a massive uh sort of tin can robot um, with several arms of like cleavers and spatulas and other things it's wearing like a dirty chef's apron, um, a chef's hat, which gets sucked out into space. Uh, it looks a little bit like IG-88 from Star Wars' head, if that head was just giant. Um, this thing is is bigger than you um, on our system, and it begins on its kind of massive spider legs um, to come out from behind, still like swinging its cleavers and, and weapons. Uh, and you see the remains of, of uh, Goblin Ramsey uh, just kind of uh, uh, sprayed... Uh, everywhere as the uh, the robot steps forward and it just says everything is fine here in the cafeteria my robot brother can I offer you some food on our private channel um, honor system will say uh, Declan if at all possible please join me on the cafeteria floor and he'll draw his sword and walk in 
All right, I'm on my way. Uh, Alan, let us know if anything's happening further up than we fucking are. <laughs> I will. Uh, uh, and with that, uh, Declan, you take off um, uh, running. But of course, honor system, you, you're you in the room, um, so there's no takeoff running for you. Uh, it's come to this. It is honor system versus the Iron Chef. Oh, now, no. Meanwhile, um, Alan, you God are damn. soaring uh, up the side of, of the executive suites. Um, now, Declan's given you some, like, I was going to say clear instructions, but I think to Alan, just like instructions. Um, yeah. But um, you've, now that you're outside, you've actually got a much better view kind of of, of, of this building. So you certainly can see into the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd say they're almost like um, uh, on a ferry. There's like those those thin windows um, in some of the areas that aren't really meant to be the nice like, hey, you can see the views. You can look out. So almost like, um, like porthole um, right. style windows. Uh, you get the sense that in the cafeteria, there's likely a bunch of screens and other amusements um, to keep uh, folks happy while they're mm-hmm. here. They don't care about the majesty of space. Um, okay. One floor up, um, you're starting to hit the housing. And again, um, those sort of long windows turn into small circular uh, cabin portholes like you'd see on a on a cruise liner or something that wants to give yeah. you the illusion that you can see outside without really letting you. Um, silver housing, we're starting to get like actual square windows. Um, Ooh. and, uh, the penthouse, uh, is like, it's got like a massive, like, it's just a glass box, um, yeah. for the, the viewing party. There are suites, um, kind of within it. So those each have privacy screens on. So the, the windows are opaque, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming you're kind of doing like a Michael Bay panoramic. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so as you Ri- go, and Richard's like little Richard's loving it too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I do an extra circle just for him. That's worth it. Yeah, it's good. It's good bonding. Yeah. Um, so uh, I say kind of, that, but I don't actually because Alan's actually I'm terrified and wants to like get this done. <laughs> it's a spiritual circle. I, it's I a spiritual it. circle. <laughs> um, so you uh, you see the privacy screens up on a bunch of the the, the different units, um, but half of it uh, is just purely for kind of this big penthouse lounge. Yeah. Um, and looking inside, um, you can see that uh, there is. Um, the floor is actually empty. Um, there was clearly a, there was a party here. Um, you know, you can see drinks and food and everything else is out and kind of like left on tables and that sort of thing. But none of the executives you expected to see here are here. Instead, uh, there's a tripod gun set up, um, yeah. pointed inward uh, towards the oh. the elevator and the two um, stair exits. So basically, towards like the landing yep. part for for all of the the transport. Um, and you can see dark shapes kind of like pressed against uh, the ceiling above both doors um, of the uh, stairs. Um, and they're, they're basically like drones, but in jet black armor, um, kind of like mag sealed to the ceiling, waiting to drop down on anyone who, who comes up and out. So clearly an ambush has been laid yeah. um, on uh, on the penthouse floor. Uh, but also, again, um, there there are a lot of people who are here, but none of them are here here. Uh, what do you do? So, uh, well, I uh, I have to sub vocalize to Declan and our system, but what I'm seeing. Um, okay, so Declan and honor system at the, the point at which Alan uh, talks to you, you will be engaged in combat with the Iron Chef. 
My question to both of you is, will you take disadvantage on your attack rolls in that round to respond to Alan? Or will you not? Because basically, as I've described, Iron Chef is very large and is a, a mess of a target in terms of just like how many things it's swinging and throwing and everything else. So when Alan sub vocalizes to you, you'll be locked in combat. It will be wildly distracting to be dealing with both that and someone talking in your ear. Would either of you take disadvantage in order to talk to Alan? Honor not system. to talk to her. He'd no. listen, but he's not talking. Yeah, honor system won't be able to do it either. Great. So we'll get to what they do um, soon. But Alan, you're you're on your own. Sorry, um, Laura. What do you uh, what do you <laughs> sub vocalize to them? Um. Okay, so I don't actually see anyone, but there's a, a bunch of drones on the top floor. I mean, I guess I should take him out. Wait, is this where I laid the grenade? Um, all you Hello? hear is "Bawa, choppy, chop, choppy, chop, chop," uh, coming through their their mics so loud that even the subdermals are picking it up. Um, God, from uh, Iron Chef and his his loudspeakers. Um, you're you're met with uh, with no no response. All right. Well, what I'd like to do, um. Can I drop some acid arrows kind of onto the top of this dome and just make a little hole and drop the grenade in there? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to make you roll for it, though. That's fine. Um, just because I want to see, like... I mean, I have to make a ranged spell attack. Yeah. Anyways. So... Um... So I guess that, that will those be my two attacks, the acid arrow, and then I would say let's go with two acid arrows yeah, and then okay. the grenades of free action. Cool, sounds good. Um, that is an eighteen and an eighteen. Okay. Um. So yeah, again, like we're not really willing to see if you can hit a massive structure. It's more so just like how you manage. Like, can you precision hit twice in the same spot yeah. in, you know, while you're flying in space? Uh, apparently the answer is yes. I can. So, good news, everyone. Um, after uh, many failed falling attempts. Also, like, I, I, in my head, I was just imagining you as Alan flying. I forgot that you were wearing, like, the Michelin Man suit. <laughs> yeah. So it's even better because you're just, like, full on, uh, you know, just, just a, a delightful uh, blimp monster. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you throw uh, both acid arrows, land true. Um, they sizzle and spark. Again, this thing isn't built to, to withstand fucking magic. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna say it doesn't like burn a hole immediately through, but you can see like the the the, um, uh, the the glass is like bubbling and kind of hissing in. You get the sense that like if you drop the grenade through, it'll kind of mm -hmm. gloop its way through. Let's get gloopy. Um, so, Alan, what do you? Uh, how, how does how does this look? What is what does this scene play out as? Um. Uh. This is Alan just going kind of. Uh, doing two kind of like tight circles just like around kind of the very top um, basically just above where um, the drones are mm -hmm. um, so it, just, it it's very simple like <laughs> a very quick like 
Okay, just gonna open my fingers just wide enough so I'm still gripping the cloak, but can get a little bit of acid <laughs> each of my hands. Like um, salt bay, but with acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like a little tip, <laughs> Um, and then uh, I'll have a uh, Billy help me. Billy can do the honors. It's like Billy, you got this. Yeah, so um, uh, uh, Billy just, like, scuttles up with the grenade. Um, and then uh, he just... Sorry, looks... I, I just got to ask you a question. Is Billy inside your giant spacesuit or outside your giant spacesuit? He can, like, force it through a pocket. I'd, I'd buy that. Great. Like, I just like... wanted to picture it in my, my picture brain. Yeah, there's, like, a, a little, like... <laughs> you're like... <laughs> and then, like, a little, like, feeding tube thing opens up. <laughs> like a mini airlock in the suit yeah exactly if you ever need to pass anything between your space pockets yeah um so billy fingers <laughs> just like slips out um and uh as you kind of like fly over as like a slow bomber uh, he just opens his hand um and then you see him kind of like uh the, the hand undulates forward almost in like a force push motion um and uh, with with no small amount of pride uh you watch billy fingers cast mage hand uh and a, a ghostly image of himself just slowly pushes the grenade directly into the acid hole and then forces it through as the acid begins to melt um closing protectively around it to make sure the acid doesn't set the grenade off which is a oh. viable concern um and uh you see just a just a few fingers float off after it uh before he scuttles back inside the pocket um and you just feel like a reassuring tap uh, kind of on your stomach once he gets back through your space pocket um, as the the gloopy grenade um, uh, sort of like drips down from the ceiling um, and you just see <laughs> the uh, like the 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 captain of the guard uh, who had planned this ambush meticulously look up and uh, over general comms just here ma shit before the grenade goes off and takes the entire penthouse with it. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yavern, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and and dragons 2099 Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time the half blind prophet Christopher Little Sue One George Dolby Richard Cranium Sammy Boy Orion Birchfield Scott Garland Benjamin V Gavin and Abby McDonald Logan Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, 
Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Not Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Tell me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her? <laughs> We're leaving. No! I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.